be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Put your hands up now! On trial, the United States' love affair with guns. Just what does it say about the nation's psyche? And does gun ownership really lead to more crime? And what we need to do is change the way in which people think about guns, especially young people, and make it something that's not cool, that it's not acceptable, it's not hip. Well, the founders were very clear about it. Uh, that the Second Amendment was provided, uh, ironically, and a lot of people don't understand this, but it was to protect against abusive government. Many people tightening their belts and holding off on big purchases, but guns may be the exception. People are lining up to get them. Uh, I've also asked the school board to make a part of every day some kind of anti-violence, anti-gun message. Every day, every school, at every level. Second Amendment is crucial. If you think about it, uh, you know, the lack of respect for the Second Amendment is in the areas of our country that needs the Second Amendment the most. And this is, to me, uh, so discriminatory, and that's in our inner city. One thing that I think is clear with young people and with adults as well, it's not enough to simply have a, a catchy ad on a Monday and then only do it every Monday. We need to do this every day of the week and just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way. The guys who founded our country gave us the right to have guns. So the time came for the next revolution, we'd be armed and ready. And when people support gun control for their comfort or their peace of mind, they're forgetting that they're killing something there too. Gun control is bull****. Yeah, I happen to uh, agree with that statement 100%. But how come right now when you step outside, it smells like things are melting? Have you, have you noticed that? <laughs> I'm serious. You step outside and it things smells are, like things are melting. melting. It is just hot. You know, like when you have an uh, electrical fire? Yeah. You, remember when you're you know stupid? something's hot. Remember when you're younger, wiring up your car stereo <laughs> and things start melting? It smells like that outside. Yeah, you, you took your cassette and melted it down to an 8-track. I hope it's all those anti-Second Amendment people. Yeah. <laughs> they're all melting. You know, and soon, like the dinosaurs, they're going to be oil. <laughs> Anyways... Or uh, gas. <laughs> yeah. So, Jim, what can you tell me about Second Amendment? It, it, it's in the Constitution. What can you tell me about it? Besides, I mean, the right to keep and bear arms. Have you actually ever so read? It something about a militia. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, have you actually ever read uh, the Second Amendment? Are you counting today again? All right. So, I'm going to read it real quick. Okay. All right. It's rather lengthy. So, uh, grab a cold one. 
and uh, sit your butt down. All right, here you go. The Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Where's the rest of it? That's it. 27 words. 27 words? 27 words in the Second Amendment. Just think, All of these since, gun dealers are hanging on 27 words? Ever since the Constitution was slapped together. Okay? <laughs> slapped together. I'm saying slapped together. Bunch of guys no. got together over no. bologna sandwiches. They have not been able to tear apart the Second Amendment. No. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, very elegant, but specific words. Yeah. Think about Obamacare. 2,400 pages. <laughs> these guys would have done it. What, how do you think it would have read? It's yeah. like, everyone's taken care of. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it would have been. Pretty simple. What's happening in today's Rev? Hey, on today's Rev, it's about the Second Amendment. Fast and Furious, trigger the vote, and stand your ground. Yeah, so in this week's Ram Power Block. Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we're going to hear from Ellen Gottlieb, who's the chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. And he'll phone us at 785-846-7647. And then we're going to be taking calls from Stephen Rennell with Meat Eater. One of the NRA's spokesmen, Andrew Arulanundum. Andrew Arulanundum. I good repeating that. Yeah, one. there you go. Mike Riggs, who's the associate editor of Reason Magazine and Big Gear TV's Mike Handbeck. Let's just start calling him Double A. Double A. Double A. We're going to have Double A on a little bit later. But. Amco commercial. Double A. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Frank, he's got a clip he's going to play. Are you ready for us? All right, he's got it ready. Frank is going to play a clip, and it's from uh, uh, Representative Isa out there in uh, California. So take a listen. The revolution. We have two Border Patrol agents who are dead, who were killed by guns that were allowed, as far as we can tell, to deliberately walk out of gun shops under the program often called Fast and Furious. This program, as you know, allowed for weapons to be sold to straw purchasers, and ultimately, many of those weapons are today in the hands of drug cartels and other criminals. When did you first know about the program, officially, I believe, called Fast and Furious? To the best of your knowledge, what date? Sounds like pretty damning evidence. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I mean, not too good. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. So anyways, uh, as Jim said a second ago, uh, the chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms and the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation just phoned us at uh, 785-846-7647. And his name is Alan Gottlieb. Mr. Alan, buddy, uh, welcome back to the revolution, man. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you always hear Jay Carey talk about the fact that uh, Holder actually stopped this operation. It was actually started with the Bush administration and something called Operation Wide Receiver. And now this administration has put the, the boots to it yeah, and shut say, it hey, this down. This is not a good deal. Uh, but that yeah, is well, not that, necessarily the not truth, true. is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the uh, Wide Receiver program that the Bush administration did was two years before this took place, and it was stopped and killed because they realized it wouldn't work. And it wasn't responsible for... What Fast and Furious did is now over 2,500 firearms that have been sold and walked across the border to the drug cartel and millions of rounds of ammunition. In Mexico now, we have over 400 civilians that have become uh, victims of crime and, and yeah. died because of this. And here in the United States now, they've come back across the border, and lots of people here have become crime victims from these firearms as well. This is all done, by the way, because the administration was talking about how all the guns used in crime in Mexico came from the United States. It was shown that that was not true and it was not a, an accurate statement. This whole program was put into effect so they could bolster their numbers to show, hey, look, guys, we need more gun control in this country because all the guns in Mexico come from the United States. They just didn't want it known that they were the ones who were supplying them. This actually came down to then, uh, this was going to be a starting of a different type of gun control then. 
Well, you know, the uh, Eric Holder, Attorney General, talked about how he wanted to reinstitute the so-called assault weapons ban. Yeah. And these are all assault weapons sold to Mexico to bolster the numbers to show they're being used in crime. So they can go back to Congress and say, look, we have to do something about the problem. They just didn't want Congress to know that they created the problem. Now, I mean, you know, everyone's saying that ISA, he's basically on a, a witch hunt. But don't we have an obligation, a moral obligation to finding out the truth, what actually took place? Because, I mean, ultimately, uh, justice lied to the American people on February 4th, 2011. And for 10 months, they didn't make it right. And now, like Congressman Cummings, for instance, he says regarding Fast and Furious that uh, there is no evidence that Eric Holder knew anything about Fast and Furious and no evidence that he authorized or connected condoned it and that right there is 100 percent just not the truth well we all know it's not true and that's exactly why the 17,000 member border patrol agents association have voted no confidence in eric holder one him held in contempt and wow. one him removed from office he's their key you know uh, boss so to speak being number one law enforcement officer in the united states as, as the head of the justice department and the border patrol agents at this point want him gone yeah, yeah exactly. exactly okay now now the thing is once uh we get to the bottom of this thing. Don't we all want to find out what the real problem is? I mean, aren't we all on the same team? Isn't there someone out there that can say, all right, you gave us 7,600 documents. There's like 9,000 other ones or whatever it may be. I don't know how that, what the number is, but the fact of the matter is, couldn't we in fact say, Hey, this judge over here, he's got security clearance to the nth degree. Let him read over the whole thing and find out what's going on. If they don't trust ISA, they don't trust the people on the committee. Uh, aren't we on the same team though? Well, we should be on the same team, but this becomes so partisan because the Democrats want to protect their own people at all costs. Even though there's no doubt at this point, everybody knows wrongdoing took place here. And the bottom line is, is that this should be a nonpartisan issue. Everybody yep. should be coming together to get to the bottom of this. And those people who were wrongly involved in this should be punished for it. Yeah. And, you know, like you're saying, I don't care if you're Republican, Democratic, Libertarian. I'm not too sure what that even means. <laughs> yeah. But um, it comes down to accountability. Like, I'm OK. You know? You're OK. If your kid steals a piece of gum, you smack his hands, you take him back to the store and make him apologize and make him accountable for his own actions. And if we don't hold this type of standards to our government. Actually, this is what has led us to this moment right now, not holding our well, congressmen and women accountable. Yeah, well, you know, you have to realize here, I mean, the American people, this was done in our name. Yeah. I mean, we've had illegal acts that broke not only American law, but broke international law, getting these guns across the border to Mexico. And it's done in the United States government name, in the name of, you know, the people of the United States. We cannot tolerate this. I mean, we are basically going to be accomplices to murder if we don't do something about it. And yeah. it's really important to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Now, now I had heard that they had recovered like uh, what two, three, maybe even four hundred of the guns. Of those guns. Nobody's even talking about the rest of them that are out there. Well, and not even knows how many there really are. We know there's over twenty five hundred for sure. That number <laughs> could be up as high as ten thousand. We don't know, but no one's also talking about the millions of rounds of ammunition that got sold with the guns as well that went across the border. You can't track a million rounds, of, you know, of ammunition. We don't know where those bullets are or who they're going into. Let's like let, let's take a million pounds of marijuana. We're gonna have a big drug sting, and we're just gonna deal it out to people and not tail anyone. <laughs> Chi Chong would be in line. You know, we're just gonna look for high people. I mean, what you think about that? I mean, I mean, we're, we're just going to walk the streets and say, oh, I think uh, we gave you that gun. You're under arrest. I mean, I, it, it's so ludicrous, Alan. Well, as bad as, as this whole thing is, the cover-up is what's worse. Yeah. Not letting people know what took place. This administration claimed to be the most transparent in history. That's why they invoke executive privilege. And you wouldn't even vote executive privilege to not give over documents 
from the White House if the White House didn't know about it and wasn't involved in it. And that's just proof positive right there. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's a heck of a thought. Now, it's kind of a scary thought, too. Now, Alan, <laughs> if we want to find out more uh, more about you, the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms or the uh, Second Amendment Foundation. Maybe we want to donate. Anything where we can get involved, Alan, where can we find you guys online? Well, I'll just give you the Second Amendment Foundation's website. It's saf.org, samalphafrank.org. Or just put Second Amendment Foundation in any browser or the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Arms in any browser, and they'll pop right up. That's you right. Bet. Hey, we've been talking to Alan Gottlieb, and he's been talking about the Second Amendment and Fast and Furious. That's right, and we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com, and High Mountain Seasonings. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com, plus Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter, at Cabela's.com. But stick around, because coming up after the break, we're going to have old Steven Ronella with a meat eater. But Mr. Allen, buddy, thank you so much for coming on and filling us in. Anytime. My pleasure. We're pro-Second Amendment, and we're against anyone who wants to limit the amount of movie theater popcorn that one can possibly consume. We are the revolution, and you should look us up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. No! Don't take it away. Touch my popcorn. Mmm. That's good. Extra butter. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or rony or buck. A name could have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like wild man or roller or bad bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a Ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Gear Aids repair products make it easy to restore gear to like new condition. Use Aqua Seal to patch waders, Seam Grip for leaky tents, and Revive X to repel rain. Dozens of products with hundreds of uses. See the full line and find a local dealer at GearAid.us. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. You have to say, well, there is something going on which we cannot explain. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hi, hey, we're back. And, uh, Jim, you know, I hate to pick apart your wardrobe. <laughs> no, I don't hate to. It seems I like feel I a butt the in the room. You've got a whole bunch of uh, new shorts. I do have new shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know is that you're showing a lot of thigh. <laughs> you are showing a lot of thigh. And Well, I got Hollywood legs, let's though. Fa- I can do that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you said they moved to East L.A. <laughs> yeah, you've got East L.A. legs. But, no, I mean, it really, that outfit, okay? Uh-huh. I picture you living in the villages in Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
You, it is. What, what can I say? This is my normal attire. <laughs> I, I like to wear shorts and a T-shirt when I record. It has been hot. I get hot under the collar. Uh, anyways, uh, just before the break, we're here from Alan Gottlieb, and he's the chairman of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms Plus. He's the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. We're talking about a lot of things on today's show, uh, mainly Second Amendment. Plus, we're going to dive a little bit into outdoor television. Uh-huh. But um, Frankie, Frank the Sound Guy, found a really cool clip. It's not really cool, but uh, it's uh, Chris Matthews. Hardball. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, take a listen. The revolution. Okay, let's ask about the the, the presidency and what he's trying to do with health care. You All brought right. a loaded gun. Was your gun loaded today? Uh, wow. Who would be silly enough to carry an unloaded firearm? I'm only asking <laughs> your answer. I like that answer. Yeah. But listen to Chris Matthews here. Tape. Why did you bring a loaded gun to a public meeting? Well, here in New Hampshire, uh, I know is, the law. You can okay. chew gum at church. You can do it. You can. Why did you bring a gun to a meeting with the president of the United States, given the violent history of this country with regard to presidents and assassinations? Why did you bring a gun to a public event with the president? Well, you know the history of this country. If you love this country, you know its history. Wow, you know we've had a problem I, with people with guns at presidential events. Why did you bring a gun? Right, stop right there, Frank. I like how he basically attributes that anyone carrying a firearm is a menace. I mean, that's really yeah. what he's getting to he's, here. Everyone's you know, an assassin. Yeah, he's equating um, anyone that carries a firearm and, like, a president's around. You're an assassin. You are just exercising your constitutional right to keep and bear a firearm. And you're and you're carrying that gun legally. Yeah. Which I have to assume that the guy was. Oh, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, jail. <laughs> Chris never allowed the guy to answer the question, at least speak. not in this clip. And the fact of the matter is... He can because he has the right to do it. Yeah, he has the right to do. He's, yeah, like you said, that's he's a simple a answer. I have the gun right. owner, and he wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, no argument. No, hold on. I, that doesn't mean I would have done that. No, but, nor, nor I. But that doesn't mean he was wrong in doing that. No, you know, it's not like I go grocery shopping with my yeah, nineteen. That's how I check the rightness of fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're now being joined by uh, Stephen Rennell, old Steve, and he is the host of Meat Eater there on Sportsman's Channel. And Steve, have you ever eaten a human before? No, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought about. I thought about it because yeah, yeah. I realized that you know, in some cultures, yes, it's common to eat the placenta. Really, from a child when a child's born. But when I brought this up to my wife, she was not interested. Thank you. She's <laughs> again, she's playing it again, so I have I get another chance. And I always think like I feel like a vegetarian. Could eat a placenta. <laughs> nothing died. Nothing died. Well, it's funny that you say that because my wife was telling me about that. They actually take the placenta and put it into pill form. And like you're saying, it, you know, gives all that nutrients back into your body. That's just crazy. But you think about that. If you were to travel to, you know, I don't know, Donner uh, Pass, anywhere, you know, kind of they have strange cultures. Would that be inappropriate, even though you come from here in the United States where it's looked down upon if you eat a human body? But if that is their culture, would it be rude and impolite if you didn't partake? You know, that's something I've explored in my writing before. Yeah. Because I did a story one time about going to Vietnam during the Tet holiday. Yeah. When it's a very auspicious time of year to eat dog, to eat dog <laughs> meat. And I ate dog meat seven nights in a row. <laughs> in, in, in my article, here's what I say in my article. This is the take home of my article. Okay. In Vietnam, uh-huh. they eat dog. In fact, there are more people in this world who live in a country where it's in some parts of the country acceptable to eat dogs than not. Hmm. So I do a thing like a very PC thing. 
Some people do this as part of their culture. It's yeah. not for me to judge them. No. But I ate dog and hated it. And I hated <laughs> it because I grew up having pet dogs. And yeah. I couldn't eat the dog without thinking of my pet dogs. So I feel like I'm being as safe as possible. One, some people do it. It's not my business to tell other cultures how to live. Yeah. Two, I don't like dogs because I like dogs. I don't like <laughs> eating dogs because I like being with dogs. <laughs> and still I get attacked by people. And like I got people who want to come blow my house up. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have had a safer conclusion, right? <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I love you tried you to do win. the right thing. You can't win. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, you've got a new program called The Meat Eater. It's on Sportsman's Channel. Now, what nights do you uh, air? We have the private slot of all prime time slots. Okay. What's that? We air on Sportsman Channel nine o'clock on Sundays. Ooh. And I like to tell if you don't have time to watch some tube at nine on a Sunday, you don't have time to watch tube. Now, one thing I got to point something out real fast. You know, a lot of people compare you and Bear Grylls to one another. You know, and I mean the guys. Yeah, it drives me nuts. Yeah, it drives me nuts. I hate it because you're more I mean, handsome. I, I have nothing against Bear. I think he's a little impractical. But that's one thing I want to touch on is everything that you do in your show, there's a practical application. I mean, I don't see you on a cliff hanging my your butt over with diarrhea. You're not <laughs> climbing inside of a camel. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, what's wrong with you? How many different ways I can floss my teeth with a canoe paddle? You know, <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. just so many impractical things. And you, you take the practical approach. I, I like that. Can I tell you the two, the two main differences as I see it? That show, Bear Grylls, his whole thing is like he's afraid of the woods. <laughs> it's attacking it's like, him. <laughs> nothing could be worse in the mind of that show. Nothing could be worse than being stuck in the woods. <laughs> if you're in the woods, the first thing you should do is haul <laughs> out of there. Get out of the woods now. <laughs> yep, it's like, how do I get out of the woods quicker? <laughs> so, meteor's about going into the woods. And how right? long can I stay there? <laughs> it's about going into the woods and enjoying your time there. The second thing is, the stuff we're doing is really about, it, it, as much as we've talked a little bit about gross out food. Yeah. It's not about, meat eater is not about gross out food. No, not meat at all. Meat eater is about hunting as a, a recognizable form of hunting to American sportsmen, mm-hmm. meaning out doing licensed, legitimate hunting, and how to pay homage to those animals that we harvest through our hunting, how to get the most value out of them, how to, ways to prepare them when they're out in the wild. Later, we're going to get into ways to prepare them when you're at home and how to just better understand your game meat and how to produce better products and also an enjoyable format where it's like you'll want, when you watch Meat Eater, you're watching real hunt. You know, that's a big difference. We're actually coming up on a break, though, uh, Steve. So one more time, if we want to find out more about you and your show, where do we have to head to online to do that? Well, two ways. Check out the, the, the actual show, Sports and Channel, 9 p.m. Sundays, or go to www.themeateater.com. You'll find out everything you need to know about me and the show and my forthcoming book and everything else. You bet. Hey, that was Stephen Rennell, and he has a program called The Meat Eater on the Sportsman's Channel. That's right. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A blog at N-R-A blog.com. And I hope this is okay. Uh, congratulations on the new one on the way, buddy. Yeah, I got a new book coming out in September. You guys need to have me back out when my book comes out. I will do that. Heck yeah, man. And we, when we see Bear again, we'll, uh, we'll tell you he said hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up next, we've got Andrew Arulanundum, and he's with the NRA, and he's going to talk about Trigger the Vote. It's going to be good. Stick around. Trigger the Vote. Coming up next. 
450 people are tragically killed in the U.S. every single year from falling out of their beds. But according to the International Hunter Education Association, there is less than 100 fatalities derived from hunting accidents annually in the U.S. See, hunting is even safer than sleeping. Remember to check us out at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. And safe and pleasant dreams. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Zeiss and Hornady teamed up for a simple and intuitive new shooting concept, Conquest Superformance. Just select Hornady Superformance, match with one of the Zeiss Conquest Superformance rifle scopes with Rapid Z Ballistic Reticle, zero rifle at 200 yards, play scope on maximum power, and use the reticle's holdover bars to hit targets at extended distances. It's never been easier. Check out Zeiss.com sports. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas with so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, You'll find everything, largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. The Ruger 1022 Takedown, a new take on the legendary Ruger 1022. With all of the features and functionality of America's favorite rimfire rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown easily separates for convenient storage and transportation. Reassembly is simple and returns the rifle to zero, ensuring precision shot after shot. Packed in a backpack-style bag included with the rifle, the Ruger 1022 Takedown makes it easy to keep America's favorite rimfire by your side. They're tough. They're mean. They're nasty. But they're friends of mine. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The Revolution. And now, here's Jim and Trav. Hey, Trav, I was saying something during the break. <laughs> you, are, you really want to repeat that? Well, yeah, we, talk, we were talking about Stephen Renault. Yeah. You know, and and it, how it, he's a meat eater. And if afforded the opportunity, I he think. would probably uh, venture over into the cannibalism yeah, side. Yeah, he, he wants a leg or a wing or something, you know. <laughs> no wonder he wants to be your friend. Yeah, that's it. I think he'd be pretty tasty. He only gets that feeling when he's hit it out of Truckee, California, hit it up Donner Pass. <laughs> now, since you know yourself better than anybody else, if you had to pair yourself with a wine, would you- <laughs> yes, this is a first. We're pairing human bodies with wine. Mine would be Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like Schlitz malt liquor. <laughs> I'm cheap. But anyways, right now we're getting back to uh, the Second Amendment. Actually, trigger the vote. Uh, and we'll be joined right now by Stephanie Sanford. She phoned us at 785-846-7647. And she is a spokeswoman for uh, the NRA. Yeah, Miss Stephanie. Nifle, National Rifle Association. Or Nifle. Or Nifle. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, now people are kind of confused because before the ad break, we said old Andrew, Andrew uh, Rulanundrum. Uh, I messed his name up. Yeah, uh, me too. We said he was going to be on, but he's not going to be on. And that's okay, because we don't like him, because we like Stephanie. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be on your show in his place. <laughs> now, uh, Miss Stephanie, uh, tell us a little bit about Trigger the Vote real quick. It, Trigger the Vote is the National Rifle Association's National Voter Registration Campaign, and it's sponsored by the NRA Freedom Action Foundation. Okay. So, quite simply, it is our way to get gun owners out registered to vote and make sure that they show up on Election Day. Yeah. Now, how many gun owners do we have in in the country, approximately. 
Eighty some thousand, eighty some million. Recent statistics in front of me, so is it? We'll take old ones. Ain't it like eighty-eight million or something like eighty-something million? I think. Yeah, and there's only like what a hundred and ten, twenty million that actually vote in the presidential election. So if every gun owner got out to vote. Holy cow. There are so many gun owners in this country and so many new gun owners that it is so important for people to not just purchase that firearm and think that they get to keep their rights, but to purchase the firearm, register to vote, and then go out and vote for those candidates that support their right to keep and bear arms so they can continue to use their firearm in this country. Yeah. Now, you know, um, we're not siding with one party or the other because I have a lot of friends that are Republican. I've staunch Republicans, and of course, they're very pro uh, Second Amendment. I also have a lot of Democratic friends that are pro Second Amendment. I'm a fruitarian. He's just a fruit, Stephanie. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, you know, I like one of you guys' slogans. I got it right off your website. Don't buy the gun to lose the freedom. And that says it all right there. I think too many people, Miss Stephanie, in the past, we have just sat back and done nothing because you always think, uh, what's my one little vote going to do? And in the long run, it's going to do everything. Isn't that right? That is so right. You know, the NRA is a single issue organization. We are nonpartisan. And when we go through and look at candidates to determine who we're going to grade and who we're going to endorse, we do that based solely on their Second Amendment position, solely on where they stand on your gun rights. So that's why it's so important that gun owners get out to vote and make sure that they vote for candidates that do support their gun rights in this country. Yeah, if you really want to be entertained, you've got to go to YouTube. Yeah, you got to go to YouTube. Well, actually, we're going to play a clip real quick, and it's one of the ads that Trigger the Vote has put out. Hey, Frankie, ready to play it? All right, here it is. Take a listen. The Revolution. Louise! What are you going to do when they come take away your gun, huh? This guy cracked I'll me tell up. those son of a to get off my property. Ooh, Granny, is this Mac talk? I'll the out of them. Ooh. They'll have to cry from my cold, dead hand. Woo! Love them when I'm getting out of you, Blue Cougar. Blue Cougar? Can't teach that, Kimball. I'm firing you, Grandma. You're like a blueger. You're a blueger. You know, these ads are so creative, Miss Stephanie, but you're getting a point across. And I really like that. It's not this old dried and cut boring where it's not going to turn people's head and grab their attention. You're you're very motivated in you guys' thinking, trying to get people involved. Yeah, you're forward thinking. That's exactly it. We have to have young, exciting message to get people motivated to get out to register to vote. Registering to vote is not anything that's fun and sexy, so hopefully by having these creative ads, we can get people motivated. Yeah, because the people in the ads are fun and sexy. I like you. You got another ad you just put out a while back with uh, Sergeant Gunny, yeah. and uh, where he's yeah. working as a librarian. <laughs> yeah, I and, love that one. I mean, they're so great, and I really think that people, they don't understand how historical uh, the next couple months are going to be, especially when it comes to the Second Amendment. And if we don't do something down the road, um, future generations, my kids and their kids and, and your kids, Miss Stephanie, uh, if you have some or not, eventually you probably will one day. Um, they might not be able to enjoy the liberties that we do today. That's so true. The candidates that we elect today are the ones shaping our future, and it's important that we're electing people who can preserve our Second Amendment rights, not just for us today, but for our children and our grandchildren and the future of this country. Well, you guys are really thinking for this fall, aren't you? We certainly are, and I want to be sure to mention our website, triggerthevote.org, and on that website, you can register to vote, find your polling place, and watch all of those hilarious videos. Yeah, because if you're on their website right now, um, it's pretty easy. 
you know, right on the right-hand side, Gunny staring at you, kind of intimidating you. Yeah, register today. Register today. You know, I mean, there's a lot. Like you said, you could watch all the videos. You could find out information. It's a very powerful resource. Also, I encourage everyone, uh, once again, check them out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. But uh, one more time, we're actually coming up in an ad break. Uh, Miss Stephanie, uh, tell us where we can find you guys online again. TriggerTheVote.org. Yeah. And the other thing is, we want you to share this idea with a friend. Because uh, friends have friends. And if you're on Facebook, you got a lot of friends. Share the idea of getting out and voting this fall. Hey, we've been talking with Stephanie Sanford. She is a spokeswoman for the NRA. That's right. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by NRA Blog at NRAblog.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus Ram at RamTrucks.com. But Miss Stephanie, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and trying to get people involved and tell us about Trigger the Vote. Really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. And remember to register to vote and get out and vote in November. I wish I would have said Words that. to live by. Yeah, that's right. That was the best thing right there. Thank you, Miss Stephanie. Thank you. Well, hey, coming up next, we've got Mike Riggs. He is the associate editor of Reason Magazine, and he's going to talk to us about Stand Your Ground. He's a reasonably good guy. and eh, might be a stretch. There's reasonable doubt on that. <laughs> Stick around. Uh, Mike Riggs, he's coming up next. The Revolution. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Got them! Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs, specially designed for game and fish. Try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our Just Add Water meals for all your summer camping needs. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. This is the revolution. Now I can really hear them. With Jim and Trav. The revolution is on. Take it away, boys. If you're just tuning in, you missed old Stephanie Sanford. She's the spokeswoman for the NRA, and, of course, she talked about Trigger the, the Vote. Trigger the Vote. Good thing, anyways, our phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Now we are actually going to turn our attention to Stand Your Ground. The man we're going to be talking to is Mike Riggs. And Stand he's... by your man. Okay, or your pistol. You yes, can do that as well. <laughs> uh, and he's the associate editor at Reason Magazine. I want to say Murtaugh and Riggs. Yeah. We're going to blow some <laughs> yeah. stuff up. Legal. Hey, Mike, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. How are y'all? I'm doing pretty good. Now, uh, Jim and I want to talk about Stand Your Ground, okay? And there's just an overwhelming amount of distortion regarding this topic. So please kind of fill us in. You're the go-to guy in a Stand Your Ground. Fill us in on how this applies to Americans when they're in their homes, their vehicles, offices, walking down the street. Coming out of a 7-Eleven. So tell us about a Stand Your Ground, Castle Doctrine, whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
Give us the basis of this law. You got 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. All right. So the predecessor of stand your ground laws is the castle doctrine, which most of us know about, which says you can defend your home against intrusion. You can do so yeah. using a gun. Right. Uh, and stand your ground basically said, you know, if the principle that like you have a right to protect your own life using any means necessary in your home, why don't we extend that to any place? where a law-abiding citizen has a right to be. Yeah. Right? Because if, if you just have the Castle Doctrine, that basically says that anytime you're off your own property, that you're not allowed to defend yourself using deadly force if that's what's necessary. Mm. So stand-your-ground laws say that you, you, know, you can protect yourself in a dark parking lot late at night. You know, they say you can protect yourself while walking home from work. You can yeah. protect yourself while you're in your car parked at a stoplight. So that's the, the simplest version is that stand your ground law say, you know, if you, you know, you don't have to run, you don't have to let somebody brutalize you, you don't have to let someone rob you. If you're not starting an altercation, if you're basically just trying to defend yourself, you can do that with deadly force. So we're not under the duty to retreat then. Right, basically. I mean, and the the thing is, you know, re- retreat is sort of the, the legislative language here, but this means that, like, you don't have to beg for your life. You don't have to give up everything you have. You don't have to run and pray yeah. that you can get to a heavily populated area before someone beats you or stabs you or rapes you or mugs you. Now, how how widespread is this? Uh, how many uh, states, your ground? How many states have this? Quite a few. It's in the double digits. I think maybe uh, a little over two dozen. Um, uh-huh. And I'm sorry, I don't have the exact number right in front of me, but it's not, you know, it's being treated by people who are opposed to gun rights as some sort of epidemic of lawlessness, but that's actually wow. not the case. A lot of states that have it have, you know, they have falling crime rates, yeah. they have falling murder rates, they have falling robbery rates. Um, and there, you know, for every story that uh, you'll read about how stand your ground laws maybe led to an unnecessary death, you'll read two or three more in which, um, you know, somebody was able to, ward off a mugging or a sexual assault because they were armed and they were allowed to stand their ground. Yeah, see, I'm glad you brought that up because the North Carolinians against gun violence, you know, they have that war toys for peace exchange where they're trying to get, I'm going to read this to you guys, where parents and their children are exchanging toy guns for positive toys that express cooperation, and it's brought to you by the North Carolinians Guns Against Violence. But anyways, this is actually on their website right now. Last December, the Castle Doctrine uh, law went into effect in North Carolina, and this law allows anyone to use deadly forces in quotations if they feel threatened without the fear of civil or criminal accountability now that is a bold-faced lie okay obviously you're not going to say oh man they threatened me so i shot him he's now dead there's going to be no accountability no they're going to look into this and there's going to be an investigation and i hate how people have distorted the truth about stand your ground and turn it into some wicked um diabolical law yeah i think the big problem here and this is like with the discussions never go this far right because yeah. people who criticize stand your ground laws aren't interested a lot of times in having honest discussions really what they're aiming to do it's just another angle for attacking second amendment rights but if you look at this if you look at cases where somebody maybe has been exempted from prosecution or a civil suit because of stand your ground laws sometimes it's just bad interpretation of that law by a prosecutor or you know or a yeah. district attorney or local police and let's be honest those people mess up all the time. Prosecutors, <laughs> district attorneys, police, they make mistakes all the time. No, they know? don't. They do, they do unwarranted searches and seizures. They <laughs> hassle motorists for no reason. They uh, harass people who have concealed weapons permits for no reason. So to say that 
this is somehow reflects poorly on stand your ground laws because we have cops who don't know how the law works. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I pull no punches there. That's it. He's a, he's a tough guy. Uh, don't you just love Wikipedia? Because I just looked it up and it said that there are 31 states that have stand your ground or a variation of that rule. 31 states. 31 wow. states. Yeah. That's crazy. And so more and more uh, states are getting on the bandwagon, huh? Uh, yeah, and I, I think with uh, with good reason here, you know. Um, we had, you know, John Stossel. He's he's on Stossel. I love Fox his mustache. News. He, he's got an incredible facial hair. I love the man. <laughs> Anyways, you know, um, and we're not we're not siding with uh, Democrats or Republicans. We're, we're just simply stating we're just the, the facts middle of the road. here. But, we're uh, you know, he came from a very uh, liberal background when, okay. in, in journalism. Yeah. You know, and he was totally against the Second Amendment. And now he is pro- um, Second Amendment, I mean, big time. And this is direct quote from him. More guns equals less crime. And that is the truth. And that's why they're called the great equalizer. Switzerland, OK, has the lowest crime rate in the world. And that is because every household is required to own a gun. And, and you're going to think twice about raping a young lady, uh, robbing a gas station, c- c- doing anything that's illegal. If you think that person is carrying, can't shoot back. Now, when carrying comes great responsibility, but I, I think Absolutely. that's our our uh, duty as Americans to step up and to do the right thing and to practice uh, common sense. Don't you think, Mike? Absolutely. I mean, you you know, if you look at cities that have, I think Chicago is a great example. You know, here's a city that's like working really, really hard to eradicate uh, gun rights and to circumvent court rulings and establishing gun rights. Yeah. And then you think about the amount of power that a 17-year-old with a 22 pistol has in Chicago. Yeah. And the reason that they have all this power is because everybody else is sort of, they're completely unarmed, you know? And I don't know. It's I, I Again, I'd, I'd rather live in a society in which everybody had a handgun than a dozen people have handguns. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, before we go on any further, how can we find out more about Reason Magazine and maybe get some of your articles, uh, maybe blog? You can uh, you can go to reason.com. That is our main website. And then if you want to read our uh, our really hilarious and insightful and uh, intellectually rigorous web blog, <laughs> that is reason.com backslash blog. Only you could pull that off. That's I it. would totally <laughs> flub that. Well, actually, we're coming up on an ad break. So one more time, Mr. Mike Riggs. And, and once again, he is the associate editor at Reason Magazine. And that's Please. for any good reason. Um, what is your web address? www.reason.com backslash blog. I'm sure you guys are on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Please follow them. But uh, we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That's H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus NBC Sports. That's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. But uh, stick around, because coming up after the break, we're going to have a Mike Hand back with Big Deer TV. Stick around. It's all coming up next on The Revolution. Thanks a bunch, Mr. Mike. Yeah, thank you. Check out all things Jim and Trav at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. 
Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Just because a hunting or fishing trip is unpredictable doesn't mean dinner has to be. Take control and use Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. The time has come for you to live without fear. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And now, here's the boys. As I do every single time during the ad breaks, I eat way too many sunflower seeds. <laughs> By the end of the show, your tongue, my tongue is numb and raw. Anyways, this is the wrap-up. Uh, before the break, we heard from all the Mike Riggs. Yeah, with uh, Reason Magazine. Yeah, great magazine. Uh, talking about staying your ground, very interesting. But right now, uh, Frank's got a clip we're going to play real quick, and it's from CNN. And I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the host, but he's actually interviewing Ted Nugent and Heidi Prescott from the Humane Society. Now, everyone knows who Heidi is. No one knows who Ted is. Uh, so we're not going to play Ted. <laughs> but they're talking about an appropriate age to go out in the woods and to go hunting. Now, nonetheless, this is supervised. So <laughs> take a listen to this BS. The Revolution. Uh, Heidi, what, what do you think about this? What, what is an appropriate age? Well, obviously, we have laws in this country stopping children from driving cars. We believe it should at least be that minimum age. Okay. 16, I can see the point she's trying to make there. She's trying to do that same thing. Uh, if you could fight in the Army when you're 18, you should be able to drink. I don't agree with that. Anyways, go on with this. Um, obviously, we need to have laws in this country to stop children from being out in the woods under the age of 16. 16 before you can even go in the woods? <laughs> it's spooky That out is ridiculous. Well, listen how he responds to that, though. Okay, but you know, you say it's unsafe, but if you look at the statistics... The thing that is most unsafe for kids to participate in is football. Well, by a long shot, look at the, look at the the injuries per one hundred thousand participants. It's more than three thousand for football. Down at the bottom, below ping pong, as we said, is hunt. That is the truth. Ping pong is more dangerous. Right now, I'm going to make a stand to ban all oh, ping, ping pong, pong tables in America. Jim is going to go collect them himself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm stacked up in my backyard. Uh, anyways, this is the wrap-up coming towards the end of the show. And I'm so glad my mouth is hurting. But uh, we're being joined right now uh, with Mike Handback. And he phone us is 785 785- 846-7647. He's got a brand new show on Sportsman's channel. It's called Big Deer TV. That's right, Mike. How's it going, buddy? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good to hear you again. Good to hear your voices. Hey, good to talk with you, too. But, you know, this is the time, guys, okay? Most people are thinking about swimming, not getting sunburned, maybe a little golfing. But to truly, this is when we need to be preoccupied with fall hunting seasons, getting ready for deer season. This is the prime time for that. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh... People tend to put it off, and I do yep. too, and we all do. But right now, when it's, you know, you're coming up on July, it's a great time. If you can get a cool morning, get out, shoot your bow, shoot your gun, just get ready, prepare, get kind of mentally ready and physically, and, and just get ready because deer season will be here before you know it for sure. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the last time we had we had you on the show, 
uh, you had just harvested a gigantic buck that you couldn't tell us about, but you are known for big deer. Now, tell us about that buck. Yeah, that's right. I was lucky enough to break the 200-inch buck. Oh. Two years ago in Canada, 209-inch gross buck. I never thought I'd see a 200-inch deer, but uh, I did, so... It was pretty amazing. Now, was I that, will tell you one thing that, that? people should know about a 200-inch deer because there are not a lot of them in the world. But when you see one, it's sort of a different-looking animal. You know, <laughs> I see a lot of deer and a lot of bucks. But when you see one of this magnitude, it's really almost surreal. But uh, I hope everybody can experience it. Not everybody can, but a few people will, and it's, it's pretty special. I think I, I would be more likely to bag a unicorn before <laughs> I got a buck of that caliber. It's easier to score. So <laughs> just one point, put a tape on it. Yeah. Now, Mike, uh, before we go on with this, if we want to find out more about you and Big Deer TV, where can we find you online? Yes, MikeHandback.com or the sportsmanchannel.com. Either one will have the new show. Uh, yeah, uh, on Wednesday or at 8 p.m. Wednesday also, 11 p.m. Thursday, 8 a.m. Friday at 11.30 a.m. They should just call it the Mike Handback Channel. Yeah, I really think they should. <laughs> I think it's kind of well, it's got a ring to it. Really does. I would watch them over and over again, and maybe they'd have a different ending. Yeah, you know what I like to do though is and a lot of people do too is get on your website and read your blogs and kind of participate. I, l- I love all the conversation that gets spawned back and forth. You really do have a big community online, Mike. That's true. You know, it's it's really special to me. I love it too because yeah. you know, as long as I've deer hunted and as Many places I've been, I learn from these people too, and we do have a community, like you say, at mycambac.com. It's a, just a good place to interact and, and have a lot of fun and learn too. You bet. Now, now the thing is, with this new season, where are some of the places you're going to be taking us to? Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool this year. Uh, I went to a couple of different places and we filmed. I went to Maine. You know, I'd always wanted to deer hunt in Maine ever since I was a young kid, and you don't see a lot of shows and hear no. a lot about these days. <laughs> That's because they get lost in the woods. Yeah, That's right. So we went from Maine to Texas, back to Saskatchewan again. I always go up there and all places in between. So uh, Mm I think there'll be some good stuff for people to see. And we shot some good deer. We had some some funny things happen, some challenging hunts. So everything is real about deer hunting. You know, that's what I say big deer is. Yeah. Now, you actually have two of your buddies kind of help you out with this, old Eddie Stevenson and Willie Schmidt. And I I get to read a quote. I love this. And if they're not jabbing anybody, take it for yourself. They're out to prove that when it comes to monster bucks, they are the best in the world. And we're talking about real bucks, not a bunch of penned up, juiced up, genetically engineered science experiments, but wild, majestic beasts. I wonder who that was. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder Mike. who wrote that. <laughs> Mike, uh, you don't sugarcoat things, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah tell us how it really is, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, well, that's true. And, and, and Eddie and Willie, you know, went on some great hunts, and they helped me out. Because one thing about filming a, a whitetail show primarily is that, you know, most of the good action's right there in November, you know. And it's hard yeah. for me to be in ten places at one time, so... I had a couple of guys, Eddie and Willie, go to, to different locations from Oklahoma to Nebraska to Kansas and, wow. and do some hunts while I was on the road in other places. So it all worked out good. We had a good team going. Yeah. Now, getting back to your blog, you know, I was reading one this morning, and, and frankly, there was, what, a 14-year-old kid shot a tremendous deer. Yes. And, in uh, Ohio, I think that was. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah. he scored right at almost 200, 197. Yeah, he shot it with a shotgun. Yeah. yeah, twenty gauge shotgun. Yeah, holy cow! That kid That's is the kind of stuff you see on there. You know, we might be talking about tree stands one day or techniques, and then another cat, fourteen year old kid shoots a giant buck. So, 
It's all that cool stuff in deer hunting kind of wrapped up in one on the blog. What did that kid do? What makes him so special, okay, that he got that opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of... Well, and his dad was sitting right next to him. I have some pent-up yeah. rage against this kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I never met him, but now I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's wood rage here. <laughs> Watch well, I always tell kids like that, you, you know, it's great you got a big buck, but it's all downhill from there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's not what it's supposed to be. Where do you go from there, though? I yeah. mean, that's amazing. That That's... that's Right. A once-in-a-lifetime buck. And I go to the cow. bar. He's 14, though. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, you got to check out Big Deer TV on Sportsman's Channel. And it is uh, Wednesday at 8 p.m., Wednesday at 11 p.m., Thursday at 8 a.m., and uh, Friday at 11.30 a.m. All great times. One more time, Mr. Mike, uh, to catch you online, where do we have to go to do that? Yes, uh, check me out on the blog at MikeAmbat.com, and also we have at the SportsmanChannel.com. Lots of information on both those sites. You bet. Hey, that was Mike Handbeck, and he has Big Deer TV on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. We are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Mike, as always, buddy, uh, thank you so much, friend. Thank you, guys. Good luck. All right, you too. Hey, coming up next, we've got the wrap. We've got the close. It's almost the end. The revolution. We're pro-Second Amendment. And we're against anyone who wants to limit the amount of movie theater popcorn that one can possibly consume. We are the revolution. And you should look us up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. No, don't take it away. Don't touch my popcorn. Mmm, that's good. Extra butter. School to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip and a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22, another American-made product from Ruger. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 402 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Alan Gottlieb, Stephen Ranella, Stephanie Sanford, Mike Riggs, and Mike Hanback. Hey, coming up next week on The Revolution. Man, you guys and gals are going to dig it because we're going to be telling you how to cook the perfect outdoor meal that will suit any man or woman's appetite. I it's going to be good. I want second. You're not invited. And so we are. Jim and Traff. Stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you. Have a great weekend. And try not to burn any fingers off. Talk to you next week. Bye.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.